Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is A Package Received. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come today ready to receive from you your precious word, Father. Thank you that you sent your word. Father, it's a lamp to our feet. It's a light to our path. The entrance of this word, your word, gives us light, Father. We come ready for you to give us more light today, and we choose to apply it to our lives. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, are going to talk today about this topic, a package received. My friends, the greatest package or present that we could ever receive was the gift of Jesus. And even so, our great God still continues to bless us with package after package of blessing upon blessing. And with a lot of them, maybe we don't even acknowledge. How about our breath, for example? Try functioning for a short time without breathing. Or how about our heartbeat? Try doing anything without a heartbeat. How about our eyesight, our hearing, our voices, our arms, our fingers, our legs? And the list goes on and on of packages or gifts from God that we don't probably often enough thank God for them. But the devil has packages also. Satan has packages of fear and doubt and worry and lies and on and on. And all of his packages steal, kill, and or destroy. But he lies and tells us how great things are going to be when we get one of Satan's packages. We just need to say, return to sender, address unknown. None of Satan's packages produce anything good. So speaking of packages, I had a large package on a crate coming today to my home, and the semi-truck driver called me and said he couldn't get his big truck down my street. Probably like most of you, normally when I get packages delivered, I never see the truck driver. The packages just show up by my front door. But God had a plan today for me to see this truck driver with my large package on a crate. And then I figured out why. After we got the crate transferred from his semi-trailer into my truck bed, he was about to leave, and I asked him about Jesus in church. And guess what? He was a very strong Christian man from the Louisville area. And we talked for about 20 or 30 minutes about the goodness of God. What a blessing it was. And guess what? We didn't look at all alike. He was black and I'm white. And when we walk in the love of Christ, silly things like a different skin color don't mean anything. We're just brothers in Christ. When we both gave our hearts to Jesus years ago, love came into both of us. The love of God and hate and strife have no communion with the love of God. So God sent me this package today, another Christian friend, and we had a great time encouraging each other in the Lord. I believe God sent that man to me and me to that man so we could encourage each other. You know, we all need encouragement. So then I started to think about this question. How many times in a week or a day or a month does God send each one of us a package? Maybe a person like today. 
or a blessing of some sort, maybe a traffic jam or a red light to keep us from getting into a deadly car wreck ahead, and package after package of protection and blessings, and we don't even realize that God sent that package. Like today, for example, this man and I did our business getting the crate transferred from his truck to my truck, and we were about to say goodbye when I asked him about Jesus and church, and then a blessed conversation began. How many times do you and I meet someone that God put in our path and we talk about worldly things and there's nothing wrong with that, but most importantly, we miss the godly connection because we fail to turn the conversation to Jesus. Let's read Matthew 6.33a in the Amplified Classic Bible. But seek, aim at, and strive after First of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. Folks, what if we did this verse in every conversation we had, even with a stranger, asking ourselves, what can I do at this moment to put God first and to love his creation, mankind? How much more often would we bring Jesus into the conversation? Now, Matthew 6, a in the Common English Bible, instead, desire first and foremost God's kingdom and God's righteousness. My friends, what if with every person we met, we thought about and desired first and foremost God's plans for that moment? Wouldn't we at least talk about Jesus? Now, Matthew 6, in the Contemporary English Bible, but more than anything else, put God's work first and do what He wants, then the other things will be yours as well. Folks, for example, with today's package that I was picking up, that was the natural temporary thing. But more than anything else, especially a package that I won't take to heaven, I should always be thinking, how do I put God's work first and do what He wants in this situation? And God cares about souls. He wants everyone to go to heaven. But sadly, there is only a narrow path of people going to heaven. Many of you know that one of my most common and favorite prayers is, Lord, please put people in my path today that I can be a blessing to spiritually physically or financially, and I choose to let your love shine through in my life, in my thoughts, my words, and my actions. And I could write a book about how many times that has happened in my life, and God will give us the desires of our heart. Now, Matthew 6, verses 28 through 34 in the Amplified, 28, and why are you worried about clothes? See how the lilies and wildflowers of the field grow? They do not labor, nor do they spin wool to make clothing. My friends, if we are worried about things in life, we'll miss many of the packages that God puts in front of us in our lives every single day. 29, yet I say to you that not even Solomon, in all his glory and splendor, dressed himself like one of these. 30, but if God so clothes the grass of the field, 
which is alive and green today and tomorrow is cut and thrown as fuel into the furnace. Will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Folks, we need to get our focus off of the day-to-day natural things. And remember, God will take care of those things. 31. Therefore, do not worry or be anxious, perpetually uneasy, distracted, saying, What are we going to eat? Or what are we going to drink? Or what are we going to wear? 32. For the pagan or Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, but do not worry, for your heavenly Father knows that you need them. My friends, God knows what we need. A big part of faith is letting God be God and letting Him do His part, and we just do our part. A big piece of our part is walking in faith and seeking first God's plans for our lives. 33. But first, and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after His kingdom and His righteousness, His way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God, and all these things will be given to you also. Folks, first and most importantly, we are to seek God and His way of doing and being right, desiring to walk in the attitude and character of God. If we are doing that, we'll be much better at seeing the packages that God sends to us and being thankful for God's blessings. Verse 34, So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. My friends, worry can keep us from noticing all of God's packages, the blessings that He wants us to walk in, and the blessing He wants us to be to others around us. Let's strive to grow each day in the things of God and not miss those packages that God sends our way. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for all the packages and blessings you send us. We repent when we've missed you, Father. Thank you that every day we more clearly see the things you send to us because we're blessed to be a blessing. And thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.